Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. everybody welcome to episode 12 of the motivated mind i want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for your support it means the world to me and i hope i've been able to bring you some value thus far please if you haven't please be sure to share this with your friends family co-workers employees i can't begin to tell you how much it means to me you all absolutely kick ass so let's be honest many people live outside of their means, purchasing things they they can't afford, spending in areas that have no return aside from a burden on their wallet. We are currently in the second longest economic cycle. These cycles since like 1954 have been about 58 months. This cycle we are currently in is around 116, 117 months. Let that sink in for a moment. That means We are long, long overdue for a recession. I honestly believe many people are not going to be ready for it or even thinking about it. People are just not prepared for it. We are long overdue and people's financial situations are probably long overdue as far as preparedness. I want to spend some time talking about ways to better address this and ways you can prepare. And this doesn't have to be done merely to prepare for an economic recession. These tools, these ideas should be used on the daily to one, keep you honest, but allow you to focus on where the dollars need to go to allow your money to work for you. It's upsetting that people work so hard for their money, but yet spend it so carelessly. That needs to change. It needs to change if you want to move forward. It needs to change if you want to make more money. Plain and simple. 
the thing that intrigues me the most is how we stack our financial priorities. What do I mean by that? It's ironic to me that most put the finish line experience before the starting line experience. A majority of people spend a shit ton on their on their younger years, in their younger years, going out to bars, fancy dinners, buying nice vehicles to impress their friends. The list goes on and on. In other words, completely spending outside of their financial capabilities and doing all of this before they've hit the point financially that makes sense for their wallets. This is a huge part as to why people don't have the money for certain things or make excuses that they don't have the money for something. People complain about the fact that they don't have the finances to do this or do that, and I would bet that had those people invested wisely and spent wisely, they would. Irrelevant of the damn job they have. Completely irrelevant. The plain and simple fact is people don't budget. People overspend on the most useless shit. We live in a society that is centric around materials, items. To go back to my earlier point, people are living the finish line experience when they are just pulling up to the starting point. That needs to change. And it needs to change if you are someone always struggling on funds, someone who is trying to to impress the world, trying to impress their, their surroundings. The fact is... People are working at McDonald's and living like a fucking Kardashian. People are overextending themselves and it's only going to get worse. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it needs to change. The amount of people I've heard over the past few years complaining about how strapped they are for for money is upsetting. And it's not because these people don't have a a six-figure or higher-paying job. It's that they spend their hard Earn money like a damn rock star. I've said it before and I'll say it again. There is always a solution to a problem. The fact that these people are content with living bill to bill and not having the ability to tell their friends they can't go out because they're prioritizing and working on funds is mind-blowing to me. All of this is in your control and the palm of your hand. Whether you choose to squish this mindset and turn a new leaf is completely up to you. I want to focus on some ways you can turn this chapter and start making this happen. These are, are tools I use and I and have been successful for me over the years. The first place you need to start is understanding your take-home as well as your DTI. Your DTI is your debt-to-income, the ratio. This is used for for so many things in life, like, you know, pulling out a loan on a house. I feel like a number of people don't understand their take-home figure or DTI because if they did, they'd be shocked to compare this number to how much they spend on how much they owe. The average credit card debt for a U.S. household is about 8K. Eight grand. That's eight grand of your money being held up in credit card payments each month. That's money that you are not saving and not investing. $8,000 you racked up from expensive bullshit you didn't need, but are now paying interest on it when you couldn't even afford it in the first place. You need to look at all your debt. This means your, your student loans, your car loan, medical debt, credit cards, personal loans. There are about a thousand different apps that give you the ability to see 
all of this in one place, in one snapshot. I think on on episode four, I talked about an app called Clarity Money. Great example of an app that can break this down in one place. Once you understand these figures, it allows perspective. And it's probably going to shock you and be a wake-up call to a lot of people in itself. Knowing this info sets up your baseline. And it brings me to my second point. Once you understand your debt, you can focus on how much money you can afford to tackle that debt. Great place to start. Pay off your lowest debt first. I know many people think, no, tackle the one with the highest interest rate. One reason paying off the smallest, the least amount, is the most effective is the psychology behind it. As you feel accomplished, right? You could throw everything you can afford at the highest interest loan and feel like you've barely put a dent in it. Tackling the lowest and throwing any and all extra money you have at it will accomplish so much more in a much faster time period. This in itself will uplift your spirits as well. And more importantly, will allow you to take the money that you were paying on that loan and push it towards your next loan. A common phrase with with this, this tactic is called debt snowball. Continue this tactic until your debt is paid off. It will pay off greatly, but you need to have self-discipline. You can't start down this path one month and decide to spend the money on a $100 pair of jeans. It just doesn't work that way. Self-discipline is key. My third point, after you have started to put a dent in your debt, start looking at ways to invest your money. And no, just not, not, not only in the stock market, but other creative ways to capture a dollar. Like I mentioned earlier, people work hard for their money, yet they don't make it work hard for them in return. Picking up a new fancy car or fancy watch has zero return, unless you can flip them. And that's what I mean, flipping. If you're working at a low-paying job, chances are finances are tight. So this is a great alternative to spending big bucks in the stock market. Start looking at deals on Craigslist, Leco, and eBay. And you don't have to buy something expensive. I talked about side hustles in episode 8. This is a great way to make additional income to tackle your debt, you know, to put towards your savings or invest in other avenues. Everything from from the free section on Craigslist to picking up a, a baseball collection for 10 bucks because someone didn't want to spend the time inventorying and listing as each is. These options are out there. The issue is how much do you want it? And how much time and effort are you willing to put towards it? That's all it is. Effort and making it a priority. It's the biggest amount of bullshit that people say it's not doable. They don't have have the time for it or they don't make enough money to do it. All excuses. And you're not making it a priority. People are going to be downstream without a paddle if they don't start making changes to this. It's a vicious revolving cycle. You should look at your personal finances and spending the same way you would if you were in a business. The issue is people have a much different outlook on things when it comes to their finances and having the newest and greatest. And listen, if you make a decent amount of money and have a side hustle, invest in some things and have zero debt aside from your mortgage, great, good for you. But if you don't, this is a huge meal for your mind before you go to the store and pick out that nice outfit that sets you back 200 bucks, And you should truly be evaluating this. Because if you think it's hard to do shit in this market, 
you're going to have one hell of a time doing anything in a recession. The amount of shit people have laying around their house that could add up to a, a quick $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 would shock you. From unused furniture, unused clothing, useless things sitting in their basement. Imagine all of that going into paying off debt or going towards other investments. If people spent as much time and money in investing in themselves, they'd be a lot further along. They'd be a lot happier too. Trying to keep up with your friends or where you think people should be at your age is ludicrous. And it's going to drive you down mentally and financially. My fourth point. Spend less on things. That means truly understanding what things cost and how important they are to you. That means everything from from buying a, a $30 t-shirt to buying a pack of four t-shirts for 25 bucks to going out to the bars way, way less. I bet if people added up how much they spent going out as often as they do on a weekly basis, that means bars, you know, going to a fancy dinner or a coffee at Starbucks each morning, their jaw would drop. I find that most times those are the same people that say they don't have the money or things are tight. Listen, Karen, if things are so damn tight, why do you buy $100 pants and a $7 coffee each morning? I'm the last person to judge, but don't cry wolf and not help yourself. We all have a million different tools at our fingertips to change things, change the way we do things. We have options all the time. Looking into a, you know, something as simple as a, a gas reward program, if you can save yourself a few bucks each week filling at the pump, do it. Those funds could, could go to so much more. But be careful with rewards while we're on that subject. I know places like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks are a great example of this and have reward programs. The kicker is that most people spend more after joining the program. It gives you the notion that you are saving money when in reality you're just justifying ways to save money. For example, the way a lot of these work, for every purchase you receive points, those points can be used to purchase other items off the menu. Well, in the midst of telling yourself only 20 more points, you purchase more than you would have had you not had the app. In the end, they make out. Their business, they're in the business of making money. So just be careful on the reward program you choose to join. There are many good ones out there. Just be careful. They have their advantages depending on the one. My fifth point, if you are able to do things I just went over from understanding your debt, paying off your debt, and saving, you can focus on the icing on the cake. Buying while the market is down. Sure, this, this kind of goes along with my third point, but it needs more cash to make it happen and time. While you have accomplished these things and built up some money, you can now invest in the bigger picture. What happens when the economy is down? Things are much, much more affordable especially the housing market. This means anything from, from flipping a house to picking up an income property. With the economy doing so well now, it's a seller's market. But when the economy is down, it turns to a buyer's market. If you are in a good enough spot to make it happen when things turn south, I'd highly recommend you look into it. Sure, it's I know it's not cheap money. However, the long-term ROI could be huge if done right. The point to all of this is perspective, drive, 
and self-discipline. We all, no matter the situation, your upbringing, have the ability to change something if we are not happy, 100%. The moment you recognize this should be the moment you take action. Each day that ticks by that you don't, the more time you shave off and waste of your timeline, no one is going to make it happen but you. Not your friends, not your family, not your girlfriend, not your boyfriend or wife or husband. It's up to you to change shit. And it's up to you to recognize these things as opposed to sweeping them under the rug. Hit them head on. You have options. You have choices. What separates a successful pack from the less successful pack is mindset. The way you address your issues in the situation. You can choose to ignore these things and let all that shit you swept under the rug get bigger. Or you can figure out ways to resolve them. The choice is completely up to you. Thank you all so much for listening. It means so much to me. If you want a sneak peek of my podcast and more motivational content for that extra drive, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. And please, please subscribe to this podcast and drop a review because I've got a lot more to share. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. 